0: You're now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world Live from your local cash and carry The Notorious Gucci Podcast Have you some of that Yes ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to another great episode Of The Notorious Gucci Podcast Episode 109 You know the fucking vibes <laughs> Episode 109, man, Other the Notorious Gucci podcast, man. Coming to you straight in your earphones, in your speakers, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. Episode 109, Notorious Gucci podcast, man. Yeah, so, uh,. <clears throat> You know, I'm your humble and gracious host, your host with the most, man, the boy, the most sauce, the boy, the most chutney, man, sprinkle a bit of garam masala on top, man, the rotli to your sak, the kichdi to your kadhi, the dal to your baat, the samosa to your chutney, the dal to your dokri, the crispy to your bindi, the pao to your bhaji, the chilli to your paneer, man, whichever way you want to spin it, man, I am your humble and gracious host, the Notorious Guji, a.k.a. Milenosa, welcoming you to episode 109 of the Notorious Guji podcast. Hope everybody's great man. Hope everybody had a great weekend, a great week last week and uh hope everybody's giving up to have a good week this week. Hope you're staying safe, hope you're staying blessed, hope you're staying healthy, man. Weather wise here in the UK man, we've had a great week last week, a lot of sunshine and a great weekend as well for the sun. So I hope you guys here in the UK have been enjoying that sunshine and we're set to have another great sunny warm week here as well. So make sure you take advantage of that. Sit out in the garden while you're working from home. Man, you know, just relax, man, catch a couple of rays, <laughs> that vitamin D, man, and, you know, you yeah, just, just take advantage of it. This is probably the best thing, uh, you know, uh, you know, thing we can uh, actually do while we are at home. And, you know, I know it's not the summer we implant, but you just got to take advantage of it wherever you can. So, yeah, man, just make sure you're staying safe, healthy, and enjoying the sunshine here in the UK. <clears throat> As for this week's episode, man, we've got a few... Bits and pieces to talk about, man. We got some music, obviously. You know, we only we got, you know, a new release, new album from Brandy. You know, with her seventh studio album, B Seven. So we'll get into that. Beyonce released uh, the deluxe version of a Lion King, the gift album, uh, accompanied with, uh, you know, the Blackest King uh, movie, music video, documentary that she put out on Disney Plus. uh, so which which we'll talk about that, and obviously, you know, uh, you know, give you guys a Coronies update as well as some music news. Some TV, movies, things I've been watching, man We'll we talk about some Indian matchmaking, which I finally finished I'll give you my take on that And of course some gaming, man As well as, you know, we talk about the upcoming PlayStation State of Play You know, not what we envisioned But you know, we'll get into that as well I'll get into that a bit later on in the show <clears throat> So, without further ado or without further to do, man uh, Let's talk about some music, man Let's uh, start things on the single side hey dj turn up the music yes turn up the music man so kicking things off on the single side of things we got asap foge yes Foggy, yes he returns and he links up with Nicki minaj the newly pregnant Nicki minaj <laughs> congrats and Made In Tio, uh, and they dropped the song move your hips now at first when this song came on just just a first glance i'm just thinking when i looked at this song i was like hmm is this something i'm gonna like but when i first place, play on this you know i was pretty much digging it man i really I, I actually was really vibing with the track man it's nice upbeat sort of party track man you can hear this ring off in the club but you know we're not going to be in the club for a long time <laughs> you can hear this ring off maybe at a bar or something going or someone's backyard when they're turning up or whatever but yeah man um at first glance, I, I didn't know what to expect with this track and uh, you know i wasn't really thinking too much of it but uh Yeah, when I listen to it, yeah, I can feel it, man, I think Ferg smoked, I think Nikki stole the show with her verses and her going back and forth with Ferg, I think she is the star of this track, 100%, but you know, Ferg did hold his own and he did uh smoke his verse and his little back and forth with Nikki as well, and Made in just just, you know, carries the chorus, carries the chorus in the song. And, yeah, so all three, you know, they did a fantastic job with Nicky, I think, stealing the show for me, just edging out Ferg. And, yeah, I really like this track, man, Move Your Hips. Nice upbeat, up-tempo track, you know, lighten the spirits, light the mood, trying to get you back in that party, sort of lit mood, wherever you are, in your back garden, in a bar, in a pub, wherever you are, man, just to get you back in that sort of vibe. So, uh, yeah, as for this track, man, yeah. Yeah, dope track, um... <clears throat> Uh, for this uh asap for Nicki minaj and uh made in your track here uh with move your hips yeah dope track there and as i said yeah nice track to turn up to you know and get lit you know in your back garden in your pub wherever you are man and just to lighten the mood and take the seriousness out of the window uh yeah so i really like this track man and yeah all three Doing their stuff, Nicky stealing the show, in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, as for uh, the ratings, spiciness of this track, I got to give it four chillies out of five for me on the spiceometer. Quite spicy, quite decor indeed. So that's ASAP for Nicki Minaj and Made In Tio with Move Your Hips. That is on your streaming services now. Next up, man, we got Action Bronson, who's been in the gym, you know, during this quarantine, shedding the pounds. And, yeah, I think he's dropped a good 30, 40 pounds, he was saying. And, yeah, he looks great, man. He's putting in that work. Well, most of us have been at home in quarantine, binging and eating and putting on that lockdown quarantine weight. Uh, Action Bronson has been in the gym working his ass off, getting in better shape. Yeah, and he looks great so far. And, um, you know, so... Uh, he drops a new track called Latin Grammys And this is your typical action Bronson track I don't know if Alchemist actually handled the production But it sounds like an Alchemist sort of track as well But your typical action Bronson track You know, something that you know uh, Day one fans And you know uh, know uh, Once the track comes on You're like, yeah, this is an action track and yeah man, uh, he, he's dope man He, he Dope, dope uh, production, dope track uh, You know, dope uh, background uh, And beat and things like that on this track And yeah, he comes in and um, He does what he does to it man So uh, yeah um, This is your standard sort of Action Bronson track man uh, With Latin Grammys Nothing too amazing uh, But it's not too bad either It's not too shabby, it's not bad But it's not amazing So you already know the vibes man On this one man <laughs> You fucking vibe it's uh, in the middle there man uh, you know, it's just a bit of mid from action man so whether or not this is a rollout to a new project who knows or if this is just a little loosey uh, but uh, yeah this latin grammys track it's just standard action Bronson track and um, you know it's not too bad but it's not amazing either so for that on um, the spice on we've got to give this three chillies out of five a bit of mid man a bit of mid it's all right next up man following in the steps of her uh, you know being a bit of mid and alright we've got Georgia Smith here who we haven't heard from in quite some time um uh she's uh, supposedly prepping her second album uh so we we're awaiting waiting to hear that but in the meantime she drops a track and I'm not sure if this is one of the singles coming from that second project but she drops a track called By Any Means uh no, it's good to hear from Georgia but you know I wasn't really feeling this track man I wasn't um you know, not to say that it's bad as well, but again, it's not amazing. But yeah, it's just a. Uh, so I'm, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really feeling this track from Georgia. I don't know why. I don't, it's not a, uh, doesn't seem to, you know, gravitate towards me personally, and um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like, you know, a track that Georgia, you know, worked on. You know, uh, for that long. Um, you know, I just, uh, no, it just, it just lacked some sort of quality for me. I don't know whether it's the production, whether it's the beat. Or just her lyrics, and just you know, just just her um her singing on this. It just lacks some sort of quality from that side for me. Uh, so yeah, again, not an amazing track, but not a, a bad track either. Landing right there in the middle on the mid, all right scale. So therefore, man, we're gonna give this three chilies out of five on the Spicometer. Uh So that's Georgia Smith by any means. Go check that out. It's on your streaming services. Next up, man. Uh, we've got Juicy J, man, the Sir, the Sir J, the Juice, links up with his Taylor Gang, Taylor Gang uh, head-on show with Khalifa, and they drop the song goddamn high, or gaddamn high, as they say. Now, now, I've always been a big fan of Juicy, you know, 3-6 mafia, mafia, and then, you know, Juicy on his own. Um, I still think that his still trippy album is really good, you know. Uh, I think that's one of his best projects. Not so necessarily great follow-ups, uh, you know, after that. But you know he's a legend in his game. He's produced a lot of tracks, especially you know, for the up-and-coming Houston hottie, A.K.A. Meg The Stallion. Uh, she, yeah, he's produced a lot of tracks. He's written a lot of tracks for uh, Meg. So you know he's he's doing his side on the production side of things, and he's well known in that category as well. However, as for this track, man, apart from Juicy's verse, I think when Wiz comes on, I think this is one of Wiz's worst verses ever, man. I've got to say that one of Wiz's worst verses. I've heard from him in quite some time, and Wiz don't normally put out trash verses. He always puts out you no know, mid to mid to fire verses, but yeah, this has definitely got to be one of Wiz's worst verses. I don't know if it's to beat itself or just Wiz himself, but his lyrics and things now, nah, uh, I'm not feeling it at all. So, um, uh, you know, just just because of that, and just you know, Juicy as well. I think this is a typical sort of Juicy track, but I think Wiz comes in and ruins the whole vibe for it. If this remained a Juicy J track. You know i might feel differently about it because he's included whiz on it it brings track down a lot so much so that you know uh, this ain't a track for me i didn't really like it and to me man this is a pile of kakti man this is a pile of bodra, this is a pile of Gun, man and you know you already know the vibes for that man cue to my guy from spongebob oh bro yeah, man, really trash track from uh, Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa, especially Wiz with his exceptionally trash verse on that. So that's Juicy J and Wiz Khalifa with goddamn high pile of Bodra, pile of tattiman, a pile of khan on that track, man. But uh, hey, how hey, you, uh, man? Go check it out if you if you're willing, <laughs> and you might like it. I don't know. It wasn't for me. Next up, man, we've got a little two pack from Russ. Yeah, he's been slowly churning out singles, man, week in and week out. Russ has. And uh, now, well, you know, even after putting out his album and the deluxe version of that, his Shake the Shaker Snow Globe album, he's been consistently putting out tracks. I mean, man, we've got all the time in the world right now with this quarantine, so why not? So this week, he drops another two more tracks. Uh, first one coming uh, as titled as Still. And yeah, this is another dope release from Russ. I didn't really f- like his last release last week. Um, I think that was the weakest one of it. But you know, he doubles down on that, and he comes back this week uh, with a two pack. And yeah, the first of that two pack still dope, man. I really like it. Really like it. Um, yeah, another another strong release from Russ. And you know, um, you know, it is independent in the in the uh, you know uh, camp there. So uh, yeah, this track with uh, Russ, man, still dope and uh, that earns four chilies out of five for me on the spiceometer it's quite spicy quite thick, cool indeed next up the second from that two-pack was one more chance now on first glimpse i thought he was going to flip or sample uh the notorious VIGs. one more chance oh russ man if you did that i think you would smoke that man but unfortunately yeah. uh, I, was, I was a bit let down on that but uh you know <clears throat> Uh, not to say that the tra- the the track is trash. It's still a, quite a good track, man. I like it. Again, also as this, as the track says, one more chance. You know, he, he's appealing to his lady fan base, his female fan base, and you know, asking that special someone in his life to give him one more chance. So uh, yeah, man. Um, I think Ross Ross smokes these type of records where he's talking to his female fan base. You know, it's tracks like Best on Earth and things like that. <coughs> You know where he gets a bit nasty, or when he gets a bit <laughs> romantic. Excuse me. Yeah, I think he smokes, and yeah, this is not uh no different. So yeah, this second of the two pack that he put out, one more chance, another dope track there, man. Uh, earning four chilies out of five for me on the spice. So to quite spicy, quite tickle. So a quite spicy two pack from Rust there with still and one more chance. So yeah, two more strong releases from Russ's Lucy's that he's been churning out week in and week out. So make sure you guys go check that out. That's Russ with Steel and then Russ again with one more chance. Go check them out. Next up, man, we got another little two-pack and that was from <coughs> Future and Lil Uzi Vert, excuse me. Uh, or Pluto and Baby Pluto as they like to call themselves. So it br- a news broke late last week that, you know, they're they're dropping some sort of tape. And that's set to come out on Friday. But uh, I think late Thursday night it was uh, confirmed that it's not a tape. Uh, but they do have a tape in the works. And they're dropping uh, a song. Uh, and that's coming out this Friday. But lo and behold, yeah, we got a little two-pack. I think uh, late Friday night. And uh, the first of that two-pack was called Over Your Head. Uh, Future and Little Uzi Vert. And um, it's what you kind of would expect from a future and little Uzi vert track a lot of tune, a little high-pitched squealing <laughs> and crooning on there um as for the track itself again not something personally for me but again you know not not uh, an amazing track and not a bad track either so again landing in that mid range that uh, that uh, all right range there so for me that first track over your head Lands in that mid range, that all right range, and earns uh, three chilies out of five on the spiceometer. Uh, and following in those footsteps, the next track, uh, Patek, again, even though this one's a lengthy effort, uh, over about five minutes or so, again, not something amazing, your typical crooning, little oozy futures type sounding track as well, what you come to expect. And again, nothing, something that's not amazing, but not bad either. Personally, again, not. That much for me, but it was an all right track nonetheless. So again, landing in that mid range, that all right range, and earning three chilies out of five on the spiceometer. So yeah, so that that kind of rounds us off on the uh, on the single side of things this week, man. So some uh, quite spicy tracks from ASAP Ferg, Nicki Minaj, and Made in Tio with Move Your Hips, um rust with Steel, and One More Chance. You know, quite spicy. And uh, quite a lot of mid-tracks this week from Action Bronson with Latin Grammys, Georgia Smith by any means, Future and Lil Uzi Vert with their two-pack with Over Your Head and Patek. And then a trash track from Juicy J and one of the worst verses from Whiskley for I've heard in a long time. Goddamn high. But uh, yeah, some quite spicy ones. So make sure you guys go check out that Ferg, Nikki and Maiden Tio track movie Hips and the Ross 2 pack we've still and one more chance to we'll check that out man That's all, there's some quite spicy tracks there this week now transitioning into albums so let's talk about some album man let's talk about brandy you know the ever so graceful uh legendary songstress brandy who released her seventh studio album B7 it was led by the tracks that she put out in her in her in the months leading up to that um, you know, Baby Mama with Tr- Chance the Rapper and Rather Be last week and yeah so this uh, this uh, B7 album let's get into this All Right. so Brandy B7 coming packaged at 15 tracks 46 minutes long it contains uh, a previously released track that was featured on Daniel Caesar's Case Study 01 project which was Love Again uh, so I'm a bit disappointed by that I thought that would be a new track but when it came on, I realised that now I've heard this before, and I had to double take and check Daniel Caesar's project, and I remember that hearing that song there, and they're identically the same song, no difference at all. I'm just a bit disappointed by that, man. You know, it's been uh, quite some time since we heard from, around eight years, you know, from uh, since Brandy's last album, 26 from her debut, and just to have that track that was previously released about a year and a half or so ago, it's a bit disappointing for me. However. <coughs> As I said, fifteen tracks, features from Daniel Caesar, Chance the Rapper, and Rai. and yeah, man, all, all fifteen tracks, all coming in about forty-six minutes or so, man. And uh, you know what? Uh, as I said, it's been quite some time after you know hearing from Brandy, and personally for myself, uh, that I've spent some time since I heard from her. And you know what? Uh, she has still got it, man. This this album still gave me those classic Brandy vibes. Starting things off from the intro track with uh, you know saying all my saving all my love. As soon as that track came on, the beat, her, her voice, man, yeah, just took me back to um you know back in the old days from here and Brandy, you know, and uh, you know it, it really brought back a lot of nostalgia. So her voice hasn't changed, man. She sounds just exactly the same, um, just, you, maybe even better if I were to say. <laughs> and yeah, man, a lot of nostalgia that she brought back. When I was listening to this project, uh, so yeah, you get a lot of old school vibes on this, you know, from Brandy, uh, especially people who used to listen to it growing up. You know, me being one of them, and yeah, man, and you know, so I guess in my old school day, you know, old school fans would definitely like this project and uh, you know for new fans man this is a great uh, way for you to uh, you know get get acquainted with one of the legendary r&b songstresses that we have in our time <laughs> and yeah man she, so she carries that throughout the whole album bringing back a lot of nostalgia um was, uh, her voice sounds great it sounds like she hasn't missed a beat it sounds, it sounds like she's even maybe gotten a, a lot better as well if that's possible um yeah so the first track saving all my love i really like following that one with unconditional oceans rather be uh lucid dreams borderline no tomorrow man um i am more high heels baby mama love again bye bye, polar, man yeah so uh yeah man uh, all in all a great effort from brandy front to back man uh no skips on this project for me to be honest uh, i didn't find myself skipping through any uh, through any track to this project flows nicely uh, from track to track as well, um, it, nothing, nothing sounds out of place to me. Um, yeah, man, I just, I just wish that uh, you know there was just you know uh, she didn't include that track from Daniel Caesar and it was a new track, a new, a new collaboration. Um, I, I do wish she maybe added one, maybe more feature or so, maybe with her or someone. Uh, I think you know, that that they uh, it would, uh, it would have uh, looked great and sounding great because when you listen to the uh you know this project as well you can see where a lot of r&b songstresses uh, of today's generation got their voice got their sound from and i, I especially point out her because when i listen to her and i listen to this at brandy album you know um it made me realize that you know she draws from a lot of uh and so draws a lot of inspiration from brandy you know her those especially i can hear that in her voice in her you know in her flow in her cadence when she's when she's singing so uh, you know you you can see where a lot of these uh, R&B songstress of today you know get their inspiration from and Brandy is definitely one of them and so yeah man I just wish there was a new collaboration you know her and Daniel Cecil or just a new R&B songstress Ella May uh, you know Snow Allegra any one of those you know I think I I, I would I would have loved that uh but you know apart from that yeah this is a dope project from brandy man great project brought back a lot of nostalgia as i said she sounds great sounds even better in some tracks and yeah so it's a, it's a it's a great return for her man a great return to form for her so uh all in all yeah great album from brandy man uh just just those uh things that pull her down was the you know the previously used feature uh so for that reason uh in uh, for that reason uh I have to give this project 4 chilies out of 5 for me on the Spice it's just miss missing out on those 5 chilies that bold, tickle, spicy rating but nonetheless a dope project and uh, worth checking out man especially for my old school fans man so uh, especially from them old school people all my old school generation <laughs> you definitely like this so yeah definitely Brandy with B7 go check that out dope project for one of our legendary r and songstresses Go check that out. Next up, man, Beyonce, Queen B. Yes, Queen Bey. (laughs) She dropped the deluxe version of her Lion King, The Gift album, which was released last year to coincide with the release of the live-action Lion King movie, which obviously she played a part in. She played the uh, older version of Nala in there. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, she released that album. At that time when the album came out, uh, you know, the standard album, it featured... I will see a lot of uh, you know it featured you know some great tracks on there you know um yeah and then it was mixed in with obviously a lot of the skits from from uh from the movie so yeah yeah it was it was laid, laid with a lot of skits and a lot of great music on that album and so with this deluxe version <clears throat> i think uh she may have listened to quite a few <laughs> people and the feedback on there not to say that that album was bad it wasn't it was, it was a dope album some great great songs on there but uh we could have done without the skits and I, I believe she heard that and so for this deluxe version she actually removes the skits from the deluxe version and just you know keeps it just all music with uh, all the tracks that were released on the standard album and she adds three new tracks or you can say two new tracks the reason uh, I say two new tracks is she added the Black Parade track which she dropped quite a, a, a number of weeks ago to coincide with everything that's going on and um, yeah so she dropped the Black Parade track and that's that's on this album and she dropped the remix to one of the tracks on here find your way back and the third track if you want to say it's just um, <clears throat> that, Black Parade, that Black Parade track so she drops two versions of this Black Parade track one is the extended version and one is the standard version. I believe she released the standard version a couple of weeks ago, but we get an extended version on this project. So, three new, three new additions to the album. Really, two. Just one. Uh, one is the same track, just an extended version <clears throat> of that, and a skits removed from there. Uh, all in all, bringing this to seventeen tracks, one hour and two minutes long. Right, and you know what, man? Yeah, it's it's a great addition to an already already great album, in my opinion and um, you know she she draws from a lot of inspirations said back when this project was released you know digging deep into the african roots as well you know bringing people like Burner boy wizkid um you know so, so, you know some other other uh you know african uh <clears throat> you know artists on there chatayale uh Tiwa savage mr easy uh, Salatiel, you know, so a lot, a lot of um, you know, African artists, and a lot of uh, inspiration that she's drawing from on here. So, but yeah, this this deluxe version of this Lion King, the gift album. Um, I think she heard our criticisms of you know having the skits on there, so she removes all that, replaces it with you know all music and just you know two additional tracks. Man, one remix and and, and the Black Parade track, which you can have two versions: extended the extended or the standard. And, yeah, as I said, already adding to uh, a great album. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, man, uh, nothing really else left to say. Dope Project, man, I enjoyed listening to it again. Been, and, with you know, there's new additions as well. That Find Your Way Back Remix. Woo! Smoker. Smoker, I think it's even better than the original. Woo! Yeah, that Find Your Way Back Remix. Uh, that was the, it's called, it's titled the Mellow X Remix. And, man, that is a smoker, man, a smoker. Probably one of my favourite tracks uh, and probably my f- one of yeah, the favorite from the these new additions on there so shout out to Beyonce uh you know dropping his deluxe track and you know i think listening to a lot of our criticisms removing the skits two additional tracks three if you count uh you know just a, a different version of the black parade track uh yeah great great um and this was to do, coincide with the release of her music video documentary i'm not sure you what what you want to call it movie uh, Black is King which is on uh, Disney Plus I think that's uh, um, time that 1 hour 25 uh, I'm yet to watch it uh, but I will get around to watching it eventually uh, I've heard some great things I heard she does her stuff on there uh, so like it's like a movie like Kanye West will run away like that, that 30 minute movie she's done this kind of thing it's about an hour and a half it's a movie and is incorporating all these all these, uh, all, all the tracks from here like, and, and, and like one big long music video so, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. But, yeah, this deluxe version, dope, dope. Definitely definitely recommend you guys to revisit an already great album with this Lion King the Gift. Uh, so, I'm just going to, obviously, because we talked about this album, uh, you know, when it came out last year. <clears throat> then when it was the quintessential podcast. <laughs> but um, and these additional tracks on there, man, yeah, dope and um, definitely I've got to give this 5 chilies out of 5 for me on the Spice Summit quite spicy man not quite spicy but oh, spicy but oh, the cool man you know what time it is ooh spicy but oh spicy bo oh, the cool heck dumb man so an already great album made even better man with these additional tracks here and you know what time it is ooh wee. <laughs> yes, oh, we indeed, man. You know the That's Beyonce with the Lion King, the gift, the deluxe version. Make sure you guys go check that out right now, man. It's on your streaming services. Yeah, so that uh, that uh, wraps us up on the uh, music side of things. All right. Yeah, so that wraps us up on the single side of things. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, dope project from Brandy. Uh, with b7 and an even doper project uh made uh, and even well a doper project made even doper <laughs> by uh beyonce with the lion king the gift deluxe with those uh additional tracks on there so make sure you guys go check all of that out that's on your streaming services and now right let's talk some news then ladies and gentlemen let's hit some news you seen the news, bro? Yes, we have seen the news. So let's to start with a Coronies update, man. So what has been the latest update here in the UK? So <clears throat> just on Friday, uh, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced that uh, the venues that were supposed to be open last weekend uh, were that were bowling alleys, casinos, um <clears throat> yeah, you know, so, some more outdoor activities. Those will now be delayed postponed for two weeks at least because due to the rapid increase in cases and the number of cases and number of infections of COVID-19 of the coronavirus here in the UK so we have been noticing over this last week and a half last 10 days or so that the number of cases have started to increase again now a lot of people thought that you know once the pubs and restaurants and stuff reopened that you know it's going to create a surge even though you know two weeks afterwards we weren't really seeing much, but it's I think it was just a little delayed effect uh so I think you I think it was two weeks since three weeks was it three weeks was three four weeks about a month afterwards now we're starting to see the increase in cases again the increase in infections as well uh so it was just a matter of time really, and as I've been discussing you know over over many podcast episodes. That, yeah that sooner or later we are gonna get hit with this second peak second wave now, I know that the w h o they put out a statement saying there's no such thing as a second peak second wave it's just one big wave uh well yeah, I think yeah a lot of um i'm i st- I'm starting to believe less what w h o are saying because they're saying that, and then they're also saying that they still don't know what this virus is and what it does. So, man, if you still don't know what this virus is, what it does, how can you still say that there there's no such thing as a second wave or a second peak? Whereas a lot of rheologists a lot of scientists are saying that every virus, everything has a second wave and a second peak. So here it's a matter of who to believe and who not to believe, and you know it's coming down to the fact that you know you can't even believe the the you know, world's most renowned scientist or the world's most renowned health organization, which is the WHO but nonetheless as i said you know cases are rising exponentially i think uh, as days go on uh, apart from the weekend lag as we always know that you know that always produces uh, you know lower case numbers and lower death rates however you know we're still averaging you know about 110 120 de- deaths uh, you know midweek, and then obviously it's, then it then it drops to about 80s 90s 70s and things like that so we're still averaging maximum of about 120 to 130 deaths you know, uh, at maximum. Uh, so with the case numbers rising, it's an unfortunate sign that potentially that you know the number of deaths may rise as well. Uh, simultaneously with this, uh, even though that you know the deaths have been falling, the rate has been falling, but with the rising number of cases, uh, obviously you know I don't wish and you know I don't you know um, want you know more deaths to happen, but. Um, if you're just following some statistics, that the number of infections rising, the number of cases rising, there could be um, a doorway to lead to that, you know, uh, that more deaths are uh, on the horizon. Also, uh, you know, we wish, wish that don't happen. I pray that doesn't happen but um, as I said it was expected that you know the number of infections and cases will rise with everything reopening now he has postponed obviously the opening of casinos and bowling alleys for two weeks Uh, he's also put uh, local lockdowns in place uh, in places like Greater Manchester Oldham and Lancashire and things like that I think Leicester are just about coming out of this local lockdown that they they were placed in Uh, however you know but there's been an increasing number of infections in the Greater Manchester area he's also discussed what uh, a second potential lockdown or wave could have an impact on in London. He also is saying that you know he could restrict travel to inside the M25, and not outside that, and serving the M25 as a quarantine barrier, quarantine ring. As he met with officials yesterday, uh, that is yet to be decided. Um, obviously, he said in, in you know a few weeks ago in the press that he doesn't want a second wave. And you know he doesn't want to put a second lockdown in, and he doesn't seem that like that's gonna be possible or feasible, you know, but uh, I think sooner or later he needs to ask the question to himself and a lot of people need to be raising these questions um that you know when you're opening a lot of the economy and things, and I know he's trying to get the economy back on his feet and things, but if it's leading to a rise in infections that could potentially lead to a rise in debts, I think you definitely need to lock everything back down again um because i know these are people's livelihoods and things at stake but you know what's what's more important livelihood or their health and you know that is the main question here so um as i said stay safe out there i guess you know and that's all i've been saying to you guys over these last 16 18 weeks uh you know stay safe out there wash your hands wash your ass man whatever you're doing wash yourself and do not act like this virus is over where I'm seeing a lot of people doing that. Especially a lot of people are considered friends. Um, You know, and I've had to unfo- unfollow uh, quite a few number of people because they're acting like nothing. You know, acting like everything's over, the virus is over, meeting with friends and things. I mean, if you're forming a bubble with one group, I get that. But you're mixing a lot of groups together and it's just not... This, this this virus ain't over, ladies and gentlemen. It's not over. We're a, a long shot from that, man. A long shot. A virus is a, uh, a not right. Uh, the vaccine is a long shot away, and this virus is not over. So you still need to be careful as much as you can. And with infections and cases going up, uh, you st- you need to be doubly careful, man. Extra vigilant, extra cautious on these and uh, you know stop mixing with other households and you know especially if you've got vulnerable members in your family you know you need to look out for them and not just about your social life and you know all of that it's more about them and uh, you know obviously the elderly as well you know if you have any elder members in your family that you're looking after uh, you're obviously extremely vulnerable as well you know we need to look after one another on that but uh, yeah, as I said, this was all expected to happen, so you know I can't say that I'm surprised. It's just a wait and watch situation now as to what happens going forward. You know what local lockdowns, what local measures will be put in place, what restrictions will be put in place, whether or not they will close restaurants, pubs, bars, and things like that. Uh, I know that uh, when this uh, local lockdown was announced in Greater Manchester, it was on the eve of Eid. Which obviously didn't sit uh, well with a lot of the Islamic community, uh, and you know I, I can understand their frustrations and their pain, because uh, you know uh, a lot of people uh, were tweeting about this and say that you know they wouldn't dare put you know put this lockdown in place on Christmas Eve or anything like that. And you know, pointing to some institutional racism and things like that. Now, I'm not going to get into that, but I can understand the Islamic community's frustrations on this. You know, one of the biggest festivals, their biggest religious festival of the year, and uh, just just you know, a couple of hours before this is announced. Uh, So you know, uh, my uh, you know, uh, sympathy, my um, uh, you know, condolences, and you know, my my prayers, obviously, with you guys. You know, and I hope you, know, you know, uh, celebrate the, to the best of your guys' ability, best of the community's ability, and you know, you, um, you stay safe and things like that. Uh, but you know, I can understand you guys' frustrations on that. So, um, yeah. Uh, as I said, nonetheless, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Wash your ass, man. And uh, yeah, just, uh, just think about you know, you know, mixing with other households now that the infection rate is going up and mixing with your friends and things like that. Uh, is it the wisest thing to do? You know, that's the main question you got to ask yourself, especially when you're living with vulnerable members and elderly family members. Right, moving on from that, man. Let's talk some music news. So Raekwon, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, they celebrate he celebrated the um, 25th anniversary of his classic album debut studio album, only built for Cuban Links. Uh, you know that was just on August 1st, uh, yeah, so just over the weekend, you know, he celebrated that classic album man from uh from, from the chef uh Raekwon, yeah, only built for Cuban links. Uh he celebrated the album's twenty-fifth anniversary with a big announcement. And that big announcement was he's putting out the third instalment in that only built for Cuban Links series. Uh with the yeah, with the third installment only built for Cuban Links 3. Uh, he's working on that and that should be dropping very very soon and he said it's time to cap off that trilogy uh in high fashion in high style and uh you yeah, he can he again he, can, he saw that he thought that the right time were, was to announce that was on the 25th anniversary of the originals inception so yeah uh congrats obviously Raycon uh, for the 25th anniversary of that classic album only built for Cuban links. And I look forward to the third instalment in this trilogy, the third and final hopefully instalment in this trilogy. Um, I've only built for Cuban Links, man. Uh, yeah, hopefully get that sometime this year or maybe sometime early next year. So looking forward to that. So shout out to Ray for a classic album, man. You know, celebrating that classic album, and I'm looking forward to this third instalment on that. So yeah, we've got that to look forward to sometime soon. Also, uh, uh, following on to some music news, Dave East. Uh he announces that his third instalment of his Karma mixtape project series is set to land August 14th. So that'll be next Friday. So that will hit our stream services next Friday, the third installment of his Karma mixtape series, project series coming next Friday, Karma 3. So yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. So yeah, that we've got some good music coming out in the next two weeks or so. Um with Davies' uh, Karma 3 coming next. Friday. Alright, let's talk some TV movie news, man. So what I've been watching. Let's hit that shit. You seen the new TV serial? Hey bro, you seen that new film? Alright, so in terms of TV, no, I haven't been watching much TV, you know. uh, Well, I have, but you know, I haven't finished anything. I finished season 2 of Money Heist. So I'm yet to watch season 3. So, um uh yeah so i'll, I'll come back with my money heist take once i've finished <laughs> these four parts uh you know i've got two more parts left so i'll come back to that when i finish it all i can say is that you know i was struggling to get into money heist and you know I uh, so i powered myself you know i willed myself all, all the way through season two and so i was pleasantly pleasantly surprised that what i thought would carry on did not um, so I'm just in- interested to see where season three starts and, and where it leads. So yeah, I'm interested to see that. So uh, yeah, I'm um, definitely going to start that sometime this week. I've also been watching season four of This Is Us, you know, the critically acclaimed drama on NBC out in the US. That's won countless awards. I and mean, that's starring K- Sterling K. Brown. And yeah, so uh, very emotional driven drama which you know I I banged out (laughs) during lockdown you know I banged out the first three seasons on there something that I I don't think you should do because it's very heavy it's very heavy very emotionally driven Uh, but you know (laughs) I don't advise that to anybody else because but um, yeah I I banged out the first three seasons of that and uh, (laughs) I, I really enjoyed it very emotional very hard hitting and I just started season four which is exclusive to Amazon Prime members here in the UK um yeah, so i'm watching that as well so that those are the series that i'm watching currently at the moment and obviously i'll give you guys my take uh when, when i um finish those uh but i have been watching uh one series in particular and i believe a lot of the a lot of my uh indian brethren and sisters from a lot of the asian community have been watching this as well and that is the the uh, next Netflix series, Indian Matchmaking, uh, and you know, that dives deep into the matchmaking services, the arranged quote unquote arranged marriage services that goes on in India, uh, you know, with an Indian in the US as well. Uh, you know, it didn't show any of the UK because I don't think we <laughs> really, that much is happening here. I might be, I might be misinformed, but you know, this focus predominantly on India and in the US, uh, and it all was to do with. Uh, uh, the matchmaker Seema Taparia from Mumbai (laughs) and if you've been watching the show you know that is the first line she always says when she's introducing herself to her clients and I put out a little meme (laughs) a few days ago and a lot of people who watch the show will get it Uh, you know I I, uh, dubbed it as one of the rules of the Indian matchmaking drinking game uh, because, you know, she says it a lot <laughs> throughout the whole series. Uh, so just just a little bit of witty banter there. But uh, yes, uh, I have been watching this and I finally finished this last week. So this series comes packaged at eight episodes, uh, all ranging from about 30 to 40 minutes, right? And obviously, there they dives deep into the matchmaking process, the quote-unquote arranged marriage process in India and, and in the US. It focuses on, you know, uh, a number of uh, individuals. In here, so quite a number of females and some males as well, and you know, from different aspects of life, from different walks of life, different personalities, different you know upbringings, different childhood upbringings, different families, different family restrictions, regulations, preferences. All in all, which I'm sure a lot of my brown people, my my males and Benals will uh, relate to. Um, yeah, uh, so. I was interested in you know you know starting this series and seeing where it went, and uh, you know straight away uh, when I started the series, uh, you know a lot of uh, negative things were pointed out to me um, from this series. Now, this obviously has to do with the orthodox mentality that is still represented in India and Indian culture to this day. Uh, you know that being colorism for one Uh, i really hated it when uh you know they kept bringing up you know the shade of color of you know uh, individuals on this especially when talking about preferences you know a lot of them i hated when they kept saying we wanted a fair girl or a fair guy we don't want a dark-skinned we don't we don't want a dark-skinned we don't want you know you know Kala Rung you know Kala Chambri we don't want you know that's you know Guji indi for you know dark skinned you know dark coloured person so that's one thing you know off the bat you know it wasn't sitting well with me second thing was obviously to do with the caste system you know casteism that is still present in the Indian community in Indian society in India you know where if someone is a higher caste and a lower caste you know it's not deemed uh, politically correct. It's not deemed uh, appropriate. It's not deemed suitable and that they should, you know, marry someone from, you know, the same caste and things like that. You know, a higher caste can't marry a lower caste and things like that. So that's another thing that, obviously, uh, you know was one of the was one of the glaring you know negative things that and you know that was pointed out to me and I knew obviously that this was still happening in the culture as well Uh, it's not that I was not aware or it's not that you know I'm not privy to it I am uh, as I've seen a lot of you know uh, you know these issues come up in my my personal life and you know my family's personal life and things like that and just seeing it as well Uh, but uh, you know In this day and age, obviously, these are the things that are going to get picked up and torn apart the most, especially, you know, as I said, this day and age that we're in. And, you know, um, it's just something that, you know, I wish a a big big, uh, streaming service like Netflix I thought would, obviously, point out... um, I'm not sure they they if they thoroughly reviewed this or or you know they decided to include it just to point it out to the public that this is what the culture is I don't know um so I don't know their method of thinking there but you know it could it could have been one of you know one or two things either they wanted to point it out to viewers or you know they didn't thoroughly review this or they didn't think it was a big issue right That being said as well, you know, also a third issue that I put in that was obviously, you know, the heavy involvement of the parents when picking a life partner for their child. Uh, So, you know, that was ever so prominent, especially in two individuals I saw. Um, If you haven't watched the series, you know, I'm not going to ruin it. But, you know, it's two individuals I saw on there where their parents had a heavy, heavy influence of the of their child's partner's preferences and things like that, which you know, uh, you know the the, the term when you, where, where you know when you're marrying, you're not marrying you know one person, you're marrying the whole family. Now I do agree with that situation, but end of the day, it's that person's choice. You know, it should be solely up to them uh, to make sure that they're comfortable and they're accepting and they're willing of marrying this partner. It's not just pressure from the parents. So, you know, these, these are just some key factors that I pointed out. Um, you know, it's glaring and you know, the negative things that were are pointing out during the course of this show. Now, the show itself, it did provide some laughs here and there. It did provide some cringiness here and there, some awkwardness here and there. Um, but uh, I've got to say that the structure of this show, uh, the, 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 the flow of this show, the structure of the show, poorly written, poorly structured poorly presented poorly laid out um, and it yeah, just just, just a, a very bad way of you know presenting things and I say that because you know you meet some characters early on in, in in the series and then you don't hear from them at all by the end of it like what happened and things you know where are they now or you know how is everything going anything like that nothing right I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how Netflix approved this thing. If they didn't, you know, if this is some part of some bigger plan to coach people into a second season of it. Now, there's no, there's not been any formal announcement of a second season, but you know, just the way that they laid everything out here, the structure of everything, as well. Um, it's just poorly executed. And just the final episode as well, you know, had so many loose ends. As I said, you know, we don't know what happened to the individuals that were uh, a main focus on in in early on in the early episodes. And they're introducing a new person with five minutes left uh, of the final episode. And it's just like, what the hell? How like the way this whole ended? It was just it was just a big confused question mark, you know. I don't even think the Riddler <laughs> from Batman would be able to solve this. So yeah, a really poor execution uh, of of a show that could have you know uh, been a huge success. Uh, even though I know I see a lot of people talking about it and, and you know, they they deem that it's been a huge success in that sort of front where it's been, gained a lot of tension, a lot of traction, but it could have been even more of a success if they executed this properly, laid it out properly, structured it properly, you know, tying up all these loose ends. Now I don't know obviously if this as I said if this is a gateway or another door open to season two. But um yeah I just thought it it wasn't it wasn't you know executed perfectly. It wasn't executed properly, you know, and it's just all over the place really. So it's I think it's misfiring on a lot of cylinders. As I as I pointed out in in the beginning, with those negative points, and and you know it it reinforces that with just the structure and the execution of the show and the layout of the show. So, uh, you know, for me, um, you know, it kind of ruined the whole series. I watched this for my parents, and even they were just like, "What the hell? Like, asuch man, what is this?" (laughs) And you know, and it's just it was just um, very very badly presented. So, you know, Seema Babi from, uh, you know, Seema auntie from uh, Mumbai, Seema Taparia from Mumbai, man. Sorry to say that, you know, this was poorly executed. And, um, you know, <laughs> uh, you, Seema's Kima, <laughs> Seema's little Kima, which is this show, uh, wasn't properly cooked, in my opinion, you know? Uh, you know. I think it was just left on the dubby. it was left in the, in the Tapelu you know, um, for uh, 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 you know, less time than needed and just throwing out there to the masses. So, yeah, this show, man, um, you already know the vibes, man. Uh, you know, with everything packaged into this show, man, you already know uh, how I feel about this. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Yeah, man, it stinks indeed, man. So, um... I wouldn't recommend checking out this show if I'm honest, but I know a lot of my piles and mentors have checked this out, and you know I think a lot of them could can agree with me (laughs) uh, on this front as well, you know, and you know the glaring negative points from this show. Uh, But um, you know, nonetheless, uh, if you feel like you want to watch this to get a you know uh, a a more uh, you know. impression or more, you know, uh, insight into how you know arranged quote unquote arranged marriages work in India and this matchmaking process works in India, by all means check it out. But um you know, I, I just warn you for beforehand that you probably won't like it and you you'll feel like this is just all over the place the series and you'll have a lot of questions at the end. So um watch out your own risk. That's all I say. <laughs> Yes, yeah, Indian matchmaking for you. Right, moving on to some bigger and better things. Uh, I checked out the newest Netflix uh, Bollywood film, uh, Rat Akeli here, and that is starring the ever-so-great uh, Nozadin Siddiqui and Radhika apte and uh, that was the film that was just released uh, I think just last week in you know, the last week and I said yeah stars Nozuddin Siddiqui and Radhika up it is a thriller drama uh, where Nozadin takes on the role of a police investigator investigating a murder and you know how deep and well-rooted this murder is into the society and you know public figures involved in this and the family You know, background and family politics as well that is involved in this. So, um, you know, I've always kept my eye on, uh, you know, Noah Zedin Siddiqui's films and, you know, releases because uh, he is a very talented actor in Bollywood, man. I think he's one of the uh, only actors out of this new generation, even though he's actually not young, um, you know, that's, you know, came out and, you know, produced incredible performances. Uh, I, I think that his. Performances in the th- in the t- two seasons of Sacred Games, the one the, ser- the uh, Hindi uh, series on Netflix starring Saif Ali Khan, were incredible. He takes on the role as a villain in there, and yeah, his role in those two seasons were incredible. Um, I'm looking forward to his third season. Um, that that's what drew me into him, and then just checking out some of his other films as well. Um, you know, really, really uh, drew me and lured me towards. You know, uh, his, his films and his releases. And so when this was released, uh, just late last week, I checked it out. And man, I wasn't disappointed, man. He d- delivers another stellar performance. And, you know, still is a show in there. And uh, Radhika there she does, she does a, a great performance in a supporting actress role. And yeah, man, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed thriller, mystery, murder mysteries, you know, uh, you know, dramas like that. And uh, so I, I ultimately was, you know, lured to this and gravitated towards this. And so, yeah, a really, really great film. Radha Kelly here, man. A Great Bollywood film out on Netflix starring Noah Zedin Siddiqui and Radha up there, man. I really enjoyed it and I, I urge you guys to check it out. About two and a half hours long, as, you, as your standard Bollywood film would be. Uh, so, yeah, definitely go check that out, man. Uh, I highly recommend it. And it earns four chilies out of five for me on the spice. So it's Quite spicy, quite decor indeed. So make sure you go check that out. That is Rat Akeli here. And that is on uh, Netflix right now. Right. Let's talk about some games, man. Let's, uh, let's uh, uh, transition into some gaming news. Have you played that new gamma? You mean game? <laughs> That's what I said, gummer. <laughs> yes, let's talk about some games, and ladies and gentlemen, man. And before we do so, we got to hit that gaming drop. Yeah, man. Let's talk about some gaming news, right? So. We got the announcement just late yesterday, late last night, that a PlayStation State of Play is happening this Thursday, August the 6th at 9 pm at BST British Summer Time. Now, uh, a lot of us were uh, expecting that this State of Play was to show off more PS5 gameplay footage, more PS5 games, and also PS5 hardware, pricing, pre orders, and release date sadly uh you know you know that was not the case. I believe it has something to do with a lot of the leaks. There was a lot of leaks or false rumors or things that were being published, and I think Sony to avoid all of that pulled the three sixty and swerved it and decided to have a state of play focusing on p s four p s v r and third party p s five release games, so there will be some p s five uh things to talk about there but no no big ps5 news as to you know ps5 games playstation studio games exclusives to playstation 5 games such as spider-man miles morales and others uh, this will focus more on ps4 and psvr and some third party and indie ps5 uh games that were, that were announced in the june showcase so, unfortunately, yeah, uh, you know, I think a lot of letdown, <laughs> uh, in the gaming community about this. However, uh, you know, uh, some credible sources are pointing towards that there will be another state of play at the end of this month, potentially beginning at September, that will focus on PS5, uh, and PlayStation Studios and exclusive titles and pre-orders and pricing and release date. So, we, Uh, are potentially going to get another state of play uh, later on in the month or early September, which will focus primarily, hopefully, on the PS5. So uh, we'll keep our eyes and ears peeled for that. But for this Thursday, yeah, it's going to focus more on PS4 and PSVR and a few PS5 game updates on third-party and indie titles shown in the June showcase. Uh, So, yeah, uh, so I'll, I'll still tune in for that just to see what's going on. And you know, if if it's only, are they just throwing a curveball us for that? Who knows? Let's see, but I'll still tune in for that. Uh, so that's this Thursday, 9 pm. We've got some more PS5 news to say what accessories will be compatible with the PS5. Uh, they went on to say that the DualShock 4 controller won't work with PS5 games but will work with supported PS4 games on the PS5. So you won't be able to obviously play PS, PS5 ps games with your DualShock 4 controller, which obviously makes sense because, you know, put out this DualSense 5 controller with this haptic feedback, and they want you to experience the full capability, the the full uh, you know experience of a PS5 game with, you know, this, this new controller, which makes sense, right? Uh, so, um uh, you know uh, that 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 was you know that information was revealed, but you'll still be able to use your DualShock 4 controller to play some PS4 games, some supported PS4 games. Now we don't know what those supported PS4 games are at the moment. No list has been revealed, but it's great to see that you know you know, you know these controllers and things won't potentially go to waste. Uh, also, you know they say you know a lot of the headsets and things like that will still work from the PS4 on the PS5, so you know no need to throw them out or buy any new headsets or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, that's great of them to uh you know at least you know give us that clarity on that. Uh next up man we got some uh game news in terms of Marvel Avengers, you know, which is set to release you know September the ninth, I believe. Uh, uh, that is developed by Square Enix, the the, the studios behind Final Fantasy. Uh, you know, this Marvel Avengers is landing on PS4, Xbox One and you know also be available on PS5 and Xbox Series X. So the news that to come out from Square Enix regarding Marvel's Avengers was that uh, PlayStation uh, users uh, will have exclusive access uh, and exclusive DLC in early 2021 at no extra cost uh, to play as Spider-Man in uh uh, in marvel's avengers on ps4 and ps5 now this will not be the spider-man that we've uh, you know grown to love and we've been accustomed to from insomniac's 2018 spider-man game no this will be a new spider-man built from the ground up uh from square enix and their in their team and uh, so it'll be a new take on the hero uh, so yeah this will not feature obviously the uh superhero that we grown loved for in 2018's uh spider-man you know who was played by yuri Lowenthal. uh so this will be a brand new spider-man built from the ground up from square enix and their so associated studios coming exclusively to playstation 4 and 5 in early 2021 as a part of a post-launch dlc at no extra cost uh, some uh, additional uh, news was also released that Hawkeye, one of the one of the uh, characters that were that is missing from the Avengers ensemble, and a lot of people have been clamoring about, uh, he will be available as a post-launch character. Uh, you know, for both platforms, the PlayStation and Xbox, and again, you know, he'll come packaged with his own set of missions and story missions. And abilities as well so he'll be available post launch as well uh no no idea when i think it'll be earlier than obviously the spider man uh d l c but yeah you know uh one of the key characters from avengers also you know uh being made available for both playstation and xbox users and that will be available post launch so uh in terms of this Marvel, Marvel Avengers game. So yeah, I've seen clips, I've seen snippets, I've seen gameplay trailers and things like that. Um, I, I'm, it's not necessarily tipping the scales for me at the moment. Uh, as I've seen a lot of people, you know, the first impressions of this when, when this was shown weren't great, but you know, after a few more hands-on from a, of a number of gaming, uh, journalists and gaming sites, they're saying that it is slowly, you know, amping up the anticipation and the excitement. And, and and it's looking pretty good. Uh the the one gameplay uh uh video that I saw where, where you got to play a store did look pretty um pretty exciting. Uh, even though you know we've got this impression of who and how they sound from the from from the movies, I think we just got to push them out of our head for the time being. <laughs> uh but yeah, I'm I'm keeping a close eye on this uh, on Marvel's Avengers and you know it could be a potential purchase if not for the PS4, but then it could be a potential purchase for the PS5 uh as a game to uh you know play on that one uh so you know uh i'm gonna keep my eyes open i'm having a real hard time <laughs> you know just thinking about you know these upcoming ps4 releases like marvel's avengers and crash Bandicoot 4 and things because i think you know which are set to release in september and uh was it september and november i believe respectively Uh, uh, So I'm having a real hard time to think that, you know, is it worth buying these uh, copies on the PS4? And I know that for Avengers that they said that, you know, they'll upgrade you to the PS5 version, no charge. uh, Which obviously, you know, would be the cheaper option because I think PS5 games are going to be priced at £60 and above. Uh, So, yeah, uh, you know, it, it would be the cheaper option to buy it on PS4 than upgrade to the PS5, but... Uh, you know I'm having a hard time to think that you know if I play it once on the PS4 then is there any point playing it on the PS5 who knows I don't know um, so yeah I'm having a hard time grappling with that <laughs> if it's worth just you know playing it on the current gen or just waiting for the new gen but hey ho I think that's a lot a lot, a lot of the gaming communities uh, you know frustrations on that you know whether, whether what to do and that but as time goes by let's see definitely waiting, um, keeping a close eye on this Marvel Marvel's Avengers which is Coming out in September. and uh, so I'm looking forward to the review and you know more more thoughts and reactions on that. Especially as well as Cyberpunk as well, twenty seventy seven that's set to come out in November as well. So um yeah, so uh, a, lot, a lot of good games coming out in this last last quarter, man, this third quarter, uh third slash fourth quarter man. So uh yeah, a lot of things to keep us going until you know the next gen arrives. But yeah, uh Let's see how what this PS5, uh, P- well, well, not PS. Let's see what this PlayStation State of Play brings this uh, this Thursday, and hopefully we can get some uh, another State of Play sometime soon later this month. And also, I'll be back here, same time, same place next week to give you guys the scoop on that. Finally, just rounding things off. I'm still continuing my game uh, game play or my get my 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 playthrough of uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm still on Act (laughs) 1, taking my time, as I said, I'm doing side missions, doing the collectibles and things like that, Uh, so yeah, I'm taking my time with it, still enjoying it, man, and still taking my time with it, so yeah, from the third hands-on, yeah man, I'm still enjoying it, man, and as I said, it's going to take me quite some time to uh, fully complete this game, Uh, so you know, uh, my review will come when it comes for Ghost of Tsushima, but I am enjoying it. Right and that rounds us off for this week ladies and gentlemen uh yeah so uh, uh, a great week man in terms of music uh, and uh, you know some great music out there and um, some some great uh a uh, great film out there uh, with Rad Akeli here and uh you know some 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 gaming news for us to look forward to a bit, a bit a bit of disappointment that there's no PS5 state of play but hopefully we get that sometime this month later this month or early next month Just keep your head up, man, and uh, yeah, as I said, stay safe, stay blessed, stay healthy out there, wash your hands, wash your ass, man, I'll be back here, same time, same place, uh, to give you guys what's been going on uh, over this next week or so. So, as always, man, I'm your host, man, your humble and gracious host, your host with the most, the boy, the most sauce, the boy, the most chutney, man, sprinkle a bit of garam masala on top, man, the rotly to your sack, the kichdi to your cuddy, the dal to your pot, the samosa to your chutney, the pao to your paji, the dal to your dhokri, man, the pani to your puri, man, I'm your humble and gracious host, the Notorious Guji, a.k.a. Milanoza, man, and this is episode 109 of the Notorious Kooji Podcast. Thank you guys for listening, man. Same time, same place next week. Outro. You're now tuned in to the spiciest podcast in the world. Live from your local cash and carry, the notorious Gucci podcast. Hand me some of that chugging.